1: Here's the number. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE.
2: The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
4: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. And today, I got a little special show for you. You know, I deal with a lot of business executives, a lot of CEOs, a lot of housewives, a lot of construction workers. You know, that's what I love about what I do. I have a very uh, huge variety of people of socioeconomic backgrounds, nationalities, religions. Uh, I I love that aspect. I've been doing what I do. Next year will be 30 years. 30 years uh, I've been doing intensive leadership training and in my two and a half day training, uh, which I will be heading out uh, to Arkansas to start one tonight, uh, in two and a half days uh, we know people inside and out. Uh, You become brothers and sisters with the people. You'll become closer to these people in the class than people you might have known for 20, 30 years all your life. And so I I know a lot of people at a very deep place. I would say at least 15,000 people that I've walked intimately with. Uh, at the deep structural level. And I would put that number up against most other people. 99.9% of this world have never experienced the intimacy, the deep connection with that many people as I've been blessed to experience. And my background, and in case you don't know this, is in neuro-linguistic programming. I'm a master practitioner. And this is important why I'm explaining this because this is what today's show is technically going to be about. See, NLP is the science of how the brain codes learning and experience. And this coding affects all communication and behavior. It affects how you learn, how you experience the world around you. It is the key to achieving excellence. In its simplest etymological definition, neuro is our neurology, it's how we think and feel. Linguistics is the language part, what we say, how we say, it, and how we are influenced by what we hear. And then programming is how we act to achieve results. Uh, it's the study of structure, of subjective experience. It's about distinction. It's about organization. It's, how do you organize stuff? It's It's about patterns. It's the ability to understand human patterns and to adjust those patterns so we can be as resourceful As we want to be at its core, NLP is about goals and choice. It's practical technology for the achievement of our goals. Uh, It is a process. This is interesting. It's a process to reduce everything down to this simple question. How do you know? And to me, it's the owner's manual to the human experience. It's not philosophy. It's technology. And one thing I love about NLP is it only works in the presence of desire. But it really is about patterns. My gifting is I see patterns. Uh, think about the term epidemiologist, right? Epidemiologists, a lot of these we've been hearing from a lot during COVID, right? They're public health workers who investigate, here's the word, patterns and causes of disease and injury. And think about this thing, patterns, right? Uh, a supply chain is a pattern, Good customer service is a pattern. Good safety records are patterns, right? You've got to understand this. Models. The coronavirus got such a big workup because there were models created based on patterns of people, what they believed would happen. Matter of fact, it was these people, these epidemiologists, who posited that there would be over 2 million deaths in the US from corona early on. And why do you think there was such panic and fear? But today I want to talk about systems. Matter of fact, today's show is called Systems Analysis because a system is in a way a pattern. So let me give you a definition of system. It is a set of things working together As part of a mechanism or an interconnected network. Do you see the pattern? It's a set of principles or procedures according to which something is done. An organized framework or method. Do you see the pattern? Right? I like these definitions an assemblage or combination of things or parts forming a complex whole, a coordinated complex scheme, an assemblage of parts concerned with the same function. Isn't that incredible? And think about this. There's systems all around us, right? The earth is a system. Most would agree that it's a closed system. Like any system, the processes operating on earth interact with one another. Changes in one process, such as volcanic activity, result in changes in another, such as atmospheric composition, right? Right. I want to make logically I'm laying a, a case here for you, like a prosecuting attorney, right? So there are isolated pattern. I mean systems. An isolated one is no matter or energy enters or leaves. We have a closed system where energy enters and leaves, but materials do not. And then we have an open system. Both energy and matter enter and leave. You know, the human body is an open system, right? There's five points of entry. We see things, we hear things, we smell things, we taste things, we experience things. Earth is a closed system. Material flows between reservoirs or sinks along pathways or fluxes. Right? You know, water, how the, what's called the hydraulic, system, whatever it's called, right? You have water that becomes vapor in the atmosphere. It condenses, falls as rain and breaks down rocks. And then ocean water evaporates into the atmosphere. Volcanoes erupt and spew water, vapor into the atmosphere. Do you see how it, it's a system. It just feeds itself. Matter of fact, I always hear about water shortage. Can I tell you something right now that will blow some of your minds? There's the same exact amount of water on this planet today as there's always been. Because it is a closed system. The water doesn't go anywhere. It's still here. So why do I bring all this up? Because supply chain is an open system. See, it needs input at many levels. And since it has input at many levels, it can break down at many levels. The supply chain, uh, directly from our friend at Wikipedia, there's a little sarcasm there, it says right here, a supply chain is a system, see, a system of organizations, people, activities, information, and resources involved in supplying a product or service, a consumer, Supply chain activities involve the transformation of natural resources, raw materials, and components into a finished product. Do you hear that? And delivered to the end customer. And today we're going to hear from a manufacturer, a friend of mine, a graduate of mine. Not only has he been through my training with, uh, I forgot the company he went with, but he's also sent many other people with brand new companies he's worked with. He's a manager of an entire facility. And so his job is to build stuff. And today I wanted him to share with you some of the holes in the system, some of the concerns, because I talk to these people on a regular basis, on a daily basis, and I don't think enough Americans understand the gravity, the depth of what's really going on. So let me define for you systems analysis, which is today's show, the act process, or profession of studying an activity such as a procedure, a business, or a psychological function. In order to, why do we do this? In order to, that's so important, there has to be a purpose for it, not just to impress you. In order to define its goals or purposes and discover operations and procedures for accomplishing them most efficiently, right? That's what Dr. Demings did with Constant Never-Ending Improvement. After World War II, he went to Japan and he taught them canine. And today we have Six Sigma, which is process improvement, making a process more efficient with less people, lean manufacturing, where we make a piece of equipment better, more cost effective, uh, improved on quality and cost to produce. And NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, is also about systems improvement. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about systems analysis, You keep hearing about this thing called supply chain, and it's some vague term out there. That means you don't get your TV that you want, or you're not getting your computer chip. But I want you to know it's bigger than that. And so today, we want to pull back the veil, pull back the curtain, so you can see inside the, the kitchen, so you can see how the sausage is made, so you can see the machinations of why america is in bad shape and unless something drastically changes we're going to be continuing to be in bad shape so i am black today on like it matters radio we're talking about systems analysis and we'll be right back
0: Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
5: Whenever the flu or something worse is going around, some people don't get it. They aren't just lucky. Their immune systems are better prepared. Even vaccines don't work if the immune system is weak. I'm certified clinical nutritionist Marty Whittakin. On my Healthy by Nature show, our expert guests teach you how to build immune strength naturally and feel better, more energetic.
0: Healthy by Nature, Saturdays at 8 a.m. here on Freedom 1570.
1: iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more at iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. iBelieve.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening.
2: For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the T-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing.
1: Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today I'm bringing a big picture. Today the show is called Systems Analysis for a reason. And as we discussed in the last segment, uh, many things are systems, including our supply chain. And so today we are blessed. We have a friend of mine. Uh, We have a gentleman who builds things. He's in the manufacturing industry, uh, and he takes uh, nothing and he creates something out of it. And we were talking a couple weeks ago, and he was sharing some of the uh, challenges uh, that were created by COVID and that continue on by COVID. And I thought it'd be a great chance to let listeners hear all the pieces of the machinations, all the all the little cogs that need to fit together. It's not just one thing. It's how the whole thing fits together. And so let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome uh, Alan to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Alan?
2: I'm doing great, Scott. How are you?
4: You know, I am in the hands of God and uh, doing well, my friend, doing well, my friend. I appreciate you uh, joining us. I know you're a busy man. And uh, Alan, you're in the manufacturing business, correct? You build stuff, right? that's correct uh, build all kinds of stuff what type of stuff do you build
2: we build uh, maybe a little different than uh, than than your average company medium mm-hmm. to uh, large parts uh, for the mm-hmm. trucking industry we do some bathware products construction parts okay. uh, main I'd say medium to bigger parts. A small part for us would, in our process, would require 1,000 tons of pressure, as an example.
4: Oh, wow! That'd
2: be a small part. That would be a small part.
4: <laughs> wow! So uh, you have a, a pretty large facility where you that you run? Uh, medium size. We're about 200,000 square
2: foot. Uh, mm-hmm. 300 people on average, uh, from from an employee standpoint.
4: Okay. So, uh, for most people, that'd be considered a big operation. I know there are lots of bigger out there. I get that. So, so I wanted to, you know, we're talking about systems and there's closed systems, open systems, uh, and what you do is really required. And the way I kind of see it with what we were talking about, all them, you have supplies that you need again. You got employees that you need. You got to, proj- uh, you build things once they're all ending there and then you have to ship them. So I, I kind of want to talk about how all the pieces fit together, uh, and how if, one thing starts picking up, you still have struggles in another area. And if one area picks up, if you have a struggles in another area, how everything feeds each other. So, just kind of just to let our listeners know some uh, some input from you, what's going on with supplies? How easy or how hard is it right now to get supplies? And whenever we're talking, I want to go, go pre-COVID and to now. So, getting what you need to build things, is that a challenge to you right now?
2: It's more of a challenge than it has been uh ever i mean i've been in manufacturing now 25 years nothing even close to what we're dealing
4: with this time wow not even close so so even has it gotten worse since COVID started or is about the same
2: uh it's gotten worse and continues uh, to get worse as we speak
4: Wow. So even though what I keep hearing, and I don't know what you hear, but I keep hearing that we're getting to the end of this thing, that we're near the end, and yet it seems to – like I've talked to a few people and saying things are getting worse. They're doing forced vaccine mandates. They're doing this, and yet we're supposed to be at the end of it, and I hear what you're saying, and I hear it from a lot of people. It's getting worse. What do you think – what is the problem? Why is it getting worse to get supplies?
2: Well, I think things have uh, compounded, and uh, as you as you briefly mentioned earlier, that uh, even if we even if we fix one thing, uh, you hear you hear so often all of the things we're probably going to talk about. I don't think it'll be surprised, but when you put all of those things together, it just it, they compound. And if you fix one thing, for example, chip shortage was the big thing in the news for so long. Chip shortages continue to be an issue, but they're starting to fix themselves. But there are so many other issues that have compounded, um, either because of that or with that, that it just it's just people are just beginning to see some of the um, additional challenges hit them.
4: Wow! And uh, do you see any 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 light at the end the tunnel? Does anything look like it's getting better, or is it going to get worse before it gets better?
2: I mean, and what we're experiencing, it, it continues to get worse. Uh, I, I don't see light at the end of the tunnel yet. Um, you know, there's port shortages, there's raw material shortages, there's labor shortages, there's truck shortages, truck driver shortages. It just, the, the list just keeps growing and growing uh, as to wow. what causes problems.
4: So you know this is interesting, and again, this is a very impromptu conversation. I just think it's important for people to hear, uh, Lee, uh, Alan. I know you; I've known you for a while. When when did you go through training?
2: Uh, I think it's been at least fifteen, sixteen years. I don't know the exact date Yeah, it's but been a, 15, sixteen years. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's been close. So I've known you. One thing I know about you, Alan, uh, is you're a visionary. A Good leader is a visionary. And to me, vision is the ability to connect dots, to see how it all connects, to see into the future. So let me ask you, as a man of vision, as a leader of people how is this affecting your ability to plan to strategize i mean when you can when you're not sure that you can get materials i would think that's almost one of the very first things even before employees you got to have stuff for employees to do am i wrong there or am i close oh no
2: you're you're right on it's uh it's, it's it's incredibly challenging. We have to to some degree make some assumptions that things are going to get better, even even if we we don't see that happening. Uh, there's people that need so many things right now that the the phone never stops ringing, the emails never stop coming with people looking for a supply of new parts, and it, it's very difficult not only for us to provide information or or quotes, but we can't get information from suppliers that we need to give us information to to go back to the the original the original request. It just it, it just is a challenge all 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 around.
4: Wow. That's what I'm saying. As I put my feet in your shoes, you know, as I start walking mile in someone else's moccasins, which is the definition of empathy, of understanding, as you're talking to me about that, I'm thinking, well as a leader how do I plan because I need to know I need so many employees to do this, I need so many hours to do this, but if I can't get the starting product, then how do I do any of the other planning? I mean, is that what you're coming up against?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, it's different every day, and it's sometimes different uh, within a day uh, as to what the challenge wow. may be.
4: Wow. Wow. Well, so don't tell me that your leadership awakening experience 16 years ago didn't benefit you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I bring chaos, don't I? In a way, you know, people ask me what I do, and I, I create a very intense environment where it's almost situational leadership, where people got to think on their feet, where you don't know what's coming at you. You just got to be fluid and flowed. I mean, if you remember back to class, because you've been through a couple of my classes, that's what I do, and that's one of the, I think, the, one of the greatest great things I do, is I get people the ability to think on their feet and to be able to just go with the flow as long as they know who they are, why they're here, what their outcome is. And so, boy, see that, that training you took 15, 16, 17 years ago is paying huge dividends right now, right, Alan?
2: <laughs> it, it's been invaluable. And, uh, you know, we've been very fortunate here, all of our senior staff, and uh, and we started to get to some of our, our, our layers below that have been through uh, at least one of your training classes. And, uh, you know, we reference that so often. And, and I do, uh, uh, you know, appreciate what they've been through. And, and as a team, we're able to, to address things much, much better uh, because of that. And, and I mean, yeah. as you said, just going through the, the chaos of your class. Yeah, uh, yeah. The chaos here.
4: Yeah, it's weird to think about that. As you're talking, I do everything. You know, I train in the now moment. I do my radio shows in the now moment. Trust me, Lee and John sometimes want to shake me because I get in the now moment. Uh, but that really is because of the chaos in my class. And I truly believe a good leader uh, can keep their cool while everybody else is uh, is losing theirs, can can keep a vision even in the chaos. And, and that's why I do like to call my training situational leadership because I think that's one of the things that it really brings out and helps people develop, which, which brings us to the second piece of the equation, employees. Uh, I think you and I share this belief that the, the greatest asset of any team is the hearts and minds of their people. Uh, and that's why you've invested so heavily in Like It Matters Leadership Training, not just with this company, but you were at other company as well. And so, uh, matter of fact, what was the company that you were with before that you actually went through my training? What was the name of that company?
2: Uh, we went to the training originally through Maytag
4: that's who i forgot i keep thinking you're american athletic that's why maytag with uh, uh mark right yep yep with mark M- my good buddy Mark. He still I still text him daily. Believe it. A Periot reached out to me like a about six months ago. And said I want you to know, Black. I read your text every single morning. So I totally forgot about that. You're a Periot guy. That's uh, that's awesome. Uh, and so, boy, this has got to be really tough on you because I know the value of your people, what you believe in them. This this COVID has taken a huge hit on your relationships with those people you care greatly about, hasn't it?
2: Oh, absolutely. You know it's a. It's a stress uh, on them. Uh, I'm, we're very fortunate. We work for, for a company that, uh, that cares for uh, our, our individual employees, and we do everything we can to uh, ease this on them. Uh, when the COVID started, uh, we hung on to everyone uh, and, and for, for many months and lost so much money, but we didn't want to lose uh, employees or impact them. Uh, we did end up having to lay some people off, but we continued to pay them, um, to pay for their health insurance while they were gone. We brought people back early. Uh, you know that was as it, when this thing started, and now it's just uh, every day a challenge. So we we really um, focus on them and and not impacting yeah. them in, as
4: best we can. All right. Well, we're gonna go to hard break right now, and I want to pick up this conversation about employee costs when we come back. I am Black. We'll be right back.
3: Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life.
1: It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, Our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather.
3: Learn more at
0: surroundmsp.com Surroundmsp.com surround MSP.com connecting you with
1: new customers. Take a listen to these words about like it matters, leadership awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through. And that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the leadership awakening is a deep, mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership awakening, change your heart, change your mind, change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. This is where we're living life like it matters. And today we're joined by a a graduate uh, a gentleman who's a leader of men who I've known for almost 20 years. Uh, and he built stuff, and so we thought we'd have him on talking about what are the issues that this whole pandemic, this whole coronavirus, uh, people issues, supply chain issues, all those issues that a lot of people don't think about because we live in our small little bubble. So again, Alan, I want to thank you for joining us and sharing this information with our listeners. Thanks for having me, Scott. Before the break, Oh, you're welcome. Before the break, we were talking about the people issue. And I I think in uh, you and I have talked about this for years that the most important asset of any team is the hearts and minds of their people. And uh, when we were talking, I've talked to a lot of manufacturers, I got a lot of graduates in the manufacturing field, but they tell me that it's, it's hard to get employees and I scratch my head. Is that true for you too? Is it hard to get employees to do what you do? very very difficult uh very difficult at this time. it has never
2: been a challenge for us until this uh this past year and especially here these
4: uh these past few months what do you think what you, what's the reason behind that what do you think
2: well there are I don't know that I know the answer there's uh, lots of different yeah. uh things that uh that people um, may guess upon, I guess uh, theories, little theories, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Certainly, paying paying unemployment checks or paying people not to work has uh, has impacted it. Uh, the, uh, the COVID situation, mask requirements, mandate requirements, scare people, and uh, you know, many many different things.
4: That's crazy. And, you know, I don't know if you know, and, you know, I deal a lot with the mind, Alan. You know this. This is what I love about what I do. I, I actually teach people how they work. And, you know, I, I talk a lot on the radio show about psychology. And, and some people think it's, that's kind of weird. You kind of go in and out of politics. I don't really think it's politics, I call it culture. But what I want to do is show people what's really going on. And there's something that I've just come across and I've been really diving into. It's called mass formation, uh, and some might call it corporate brainwashing, and by corporate I mean the, the masses, large groups. Uh, and there's this uh, professor, Matthias Desmet, a clinical psychologist at Ghent University in Belgium. has a double degree, has a master's in statistics. Uh, he's uh, impressive in what he understands about how psychology works. And in short, he says mass formation is a hive mindset predicated on untruths and lies that respond to psychological needs. And according to Desmet, four conditions must exist for this collective mental intoxication. I love that term. He calls it mental intoxication to incur. He says, number one, social isolation. Number two, lack of meaning in life. Number three, presence of free-floating anxiety. And number four, presence of... Of discontentedness, and when you map out, I've been studying this now for a couple of days, hours. I've just been fascinated by this, hours of it, and everything that we've done in this COVID thing has fed all four of these things. And, and there's a part of me that starts scratching my head, goes, "This almost seems too contrived. This almost seems seems." plan like it's a strategy it's crazy and I'm actually tomorrow's show I'm gonna go the whole show is gonna be on this thing mass formation but what you're talking about is programming isn't it you're talking about people basically for lots of different reasons they've almost got this program going on that they can make more money by not working uh, maybe it's fear factor of corona maybe they the fear of something else but there's a lot of things driving people from going to work and getting a job, and you're running into that that buzzsaw, aren't you? Yes, we are. And and you guys pay pretty good, don't you? We do. We
2: do. We we are uh, uh, not the highest company pay in this in our in our area, but uh, but mm-hmm. we're near we're near the top.
4: Yeah, benefits, right?
2: Full benefits. Uh, you know you would expect uh, health benefits, vacation, 401k, eye, dental. We have a profit sharing wow.
4: program. Wow, that's a nice little gift. I've never had any of those things. As my own, I work for myself. I've never paid myself for a day. I didn't work, Alan. Just so no. you know, never had it. Never will. So uh, that's fascinating. Yeah, you got openings. Trust me, I've thought about it many times, Alan, thought about it many times. So, I mean, that's got to be your biggest headache. I mean, what's the solution? I mean, how do you overcome the people issue? Because you need people, even if you got machinery, right, you still need people in place to do certain things, correct?
2: Uh, yeah, that's correct. I mean, we have to have people, our suppliers have to have people, or our customers have to have people. Any of those things fall off, then, you know, it impacts us. Uh, suppliers can't get his parts. Customers aren't running, so we can't ship parts. Truck drivers are short, so we can't ship parts. Uh, it it, it all—they all tie together for sure.
4: Well, I never thought about that. You're right, because I broke it down into four pieces. We're going to talk about, but yet in each one of those pieces, uh, 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 how did I miss this? There are people involved, and so if people are afraid to work, if people have—and I'll use the term lightly—disincentivized to go to work, to get a job outside the house, then it doesn't affect just the whole. It affects every piece of the equation, so it almost multiplies the consequences. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Absolutely.
4: Now, do you have a plan, a strategy for overcoming this people issue? or I mean, what's your thought on how you overcome this huge obstacle?
2: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure that we have the answer, uh, nor am I sure sure that uh, anyone has the answer, because I know that, I, I don't know any company in our area, and I meet and speak with uh, many business leaders in, in this area, uh, have solved the issue. I can tell you things that we've, that, and I'm going to use this word intentionally, uh, I can tell you yeah. things that we've tried, <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I say like that, that yeah. because <laughs> they haven't been effective. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have, uh, we've increased plant meetings to, To to have better communication we've done individual meetings we've uh, we do more plant meals Uh, we reward people we do ice cream outings we've increased pay we've given people um, more personal time off Uh, we've Wow I don't know where else we can uh, post that we're hiring Um, you know we've just I don't know what else we can do to to find or incentivize people and nothing wow. has been effective it may be effective for um a, a blip and i think that's more just yeah. coincidence rather than uh what we've done cuz nothing is stuck
4: wow wow as a man of vision that's got to be so frustrating it's almost like you have absolute no control it's almost like just uh, put on a blindfold and spinning around and picking something by random <laughs>
2: yeah yeah oh it's, it is it is so frustrating and you know when when my work ethic, your work ethic, we we go to work, yeah. and so you you know yeah. we want people to come to work, and it is just challenging when you can't get people to come to work.
5: Oh,
4: it's got to be frustrating, and and then you have a you're a, you're a smaller company, so it's not a it's not a big corporation. You have, a, I'm sure, someone an owner, someone who funds this whole thing. Correct? That's correct. We're, we are yeah. Uh, so
2: by an individual.
4: Yeah, so that's got to be so frustrating for that person. Because here you're this man on the job and you've on the site on the scene and you've been doing everything you have for a while and you're still doing it. Boy, I got to tell you, you know, we attack the rich all the time. I say we collectively, not me personally, but as a society. But it is those rich people that hire people, that buy products, that build products, that sell products. That, I mean, money is a trickle-down effect. My kids know that. When daddy's got more money, but I ask for more stuff because I'm more likely to say yes. When I have no money, he learns if he asks, he gets a little heated response. <laughs> you know that, Alan. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely, so tell me about the shipping part too, and I don't know how close we are to the break, but uh we'll uh, cover as much as we can so shipping, so we'll, we got two minutes here so once you start even build a product, how tough it is is it to get a product out the door?
2: Well, you know, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but it just again, there are different challenges that we ever than we've ever had before. It can be a challenge to get trailers. It can be a challenge to get shipping containers. Uh, wow. um, I've mentioned truck drivers a couple times, but there's a shortage of, of drivers. Uh, if our customer is not running, then what we what we think they might want, they may they may not take. They may just tell, oh, you know, we can't. We're we're behind. We can't take it. So then we have to stop. Oh wow. Uh, you know, it's just it just you, you mentioned trickle down. It just it you get hit from all directions. Um, things that you never thought would be an issue, you now have to uh, consider and plan for daily.
4: Incredible. You, do you consider this uh, a new norm, or are you hoping that this is something that goes back to a, a normal norm at some point? Well,
2: I don't... I mean, in my opinion, it cannot continue as a new norm. Uh, we. I don't know that... This company could run this way on a permanent basis, but I don't think there's any way we go back to uh, the old norm. There's going to be some, uh, some combination of the two, and whoever
4: can react and figure those things out the best is who's going to be successful. Wow. And with so many variables, because as a leaders, we've got to connect dots. And when you don't have clearly defined dots, wow, it's hard to connect them. And that's got to be your daily struggle. I mean, uh, is there a Miss Allen, right? There's a Miss Allen, correct? <laughs> a wife?
2: There is a Miss Allen. Boy. my
4: wife. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, patient. She's understanding, I hope.
2: <laughs> uh, yes. Thankfully,
4: <laughs> Yeah, because I got to be honest with you. If that was me, uh, I would come home uh, like a badger. I would come home like a bear. I know one thing I, all leaders like is I like to have control. Uh, And right now you're dealing in a cesspool of issues that you cannot control and you're a good man. You love people. You love to do a great job. And I got to believe this is some of the most challenging experiences you've ever had in your life. And you've been through a lot, Alan. I've been through some of it with you, you know.
2: Yeah, there's no question. No question. It's uh, incredibly difficult.
4: Yeah. After the break, I want to talk about uh, what we used to do and why you believe in people and how you used to use us to build the people. Because I truly believe that it is the greatest asset. So stay with us, Alan. We'll be back after a couple-minute break.
0: sightseeing in paris at the mall in bloomington or on horseback in dallas we're where you are listen to freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free odyssey app for the life of your home
1: visit think and
3: Holiday guests can stress out your home. Get ready with help from Air Mechanical. Make sure the heat stays on with a furnace tune-up now. A new tankless water heater will ensure you don't give your relatives the cold shoulder. Have Air Mechanical's plumbers do a preventative drain cleaning. AMI's Electrical Pros can install outdoor lighting for safety in the dark, plus a garage heater just in case you need an in-law escape room. Air Mechanical, your holiday helper.
1: For the life of your home, visit Think
3: Wake up with the Freedom 1570
0: Daybreak Insider. Today's top news stories from a conservative viewpoint in a detailed yet
1: concise manner.
0: Sign up at freedom1570.com. Just use the keyword
1: subscribe.
4: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. This is your hour of power. And one thing I want to do for you in this hour of power is inspire you, is to educate you, and to give you something that you can do today that will make today different than yesterday. Uh, Today, we are focusing on the education part because I just want to give you a glimpse in the world outside of our own world. And when I'm done with the show, I'll be heading up to Arkansas. We start class tonight uh, with Team 229, I believe it is, in Arkansas. Uh, And uh, I don't know about you, but for the next three days, uh, I will be in transformational training uh, that the 11 people in that classroom, when they leave there, will go home, brand new people. Everything's the same, but what's different is their heart, and what's different is their mind. And when you change your heart and you change your mind, life's change. And so today we're talking with a manufacturing leader, graduate of ours, Alan, and we've been talking about the consequences, the effect, of this whole COVID-19 uh, pandemic, the effect on people, the effect on the supply chain, the effect on uh, truckers, on employees, everything that has much more effect than we realize. And Alan, I want to cover one last thing with you. And. And that's sales. You know, I'm a sales person at heart. You know, I, I teach agreement gain skills. To me, uh, selling is nothing more than gaining agreement for someone to buy your product, your service, your your hand in marriage, your belief in God, whatever it is you're selling. And so h- how does a company sell things? If you've got a plan product and you've got a plan employees and you've got to plan the time to build that and then ship it out, how... How does that affect sales with all this chaos?
2: well uh, sales for us are, are uh, up and down right now based on uh, the things that uh, you know we've been discussing uh, but yeah. orders orders are strong. if we had parts and we had people, then we we would see strong orders and uh, sales mm. for us were a little bit unique we We don't go out and sell things we we typically have contracts okay. that we meet so um, okay. Depends
4: on their orders. So you still do have those contracts. So there's still demand. There's still people saying, "Hey, I'd really like this. When can you get it to me?" Is it kind of stuff like that? Oh, oh yeah, we we are. Uh,
2: we have a backlog bigger than we've ever had uh, by by far by by more than double. Our backlog is uh, incredibly strong. It's just a matter of
4: we can't fill those orders. Wow. But they're waiting there. So if you had, um, supplies, just regular materials, which you would took for granted, I assume in January of 2019, you took for granted that whatever you wanted to build, you would get supplies. Uh, and in January of 2019, you believed that, hey, if you needed more employees, you'd have a list of people to hire from. So if you had those things, you're telling me right now, everybody would be making more money. The sales would be going up. Everything would fix itself if you could get supplies and have the employees.
2: Absolutely. We went into this year expecting a, a record year for sales and profit, and we will we will be nowhere near those, um, just because we
4: cannot build. Um, mm. Wow, that's gonna break your heart. I know you personally. That's gonna break your heart. I know as a leader. For me, uh, everything I've been trained to do, everything I know how to do, everything I, I believe in to come into question, and then not be able to do what I know I'm capable of doing, and not being able to build up the people and support the people. I, I, I know. I mean, how's this been on you? If you don't mind me asking, personal? How's the last two years been on you personally?
2: Oh, it's you know, it's stressful. You know, I'm, I'm thankful. I've got a, a great support system. I've uh, got. Uh, I'm never going to uh, worry because God has has this under control. Amen. But uh, yeah. you know, it, you want to be successful, not not only uh, individually but uh, as a company. And and I I look at uh, what I do is there are 300 people here that are counting on uh, me and my team to make good decisions and and be able to provide them a paycheck every week, and we we're able to do that. But it is uh, not. Uh, uh, it's just it's just extremely difficult, and and we would hope to it would have been a much better year. So it is it is stressful, yeah. it's challenging, and frustrating all all at the same time.
4: And I gotta believe a big part of it too is I still don't know where where does this end. Where does all this end or where does it at least go to quasi normal, whatever you want to pseudo normal? Well, let's put a word in front of that normal thing because I don't, you know, normal is a setting on a dryer, right? I mean, we don't know what normal is, but uh, when is it going to come back to a stable environment? I mean, do you see anything that can tell you uh, by the end of this year, by midsummer? Is there anything you're seeing that says, hey, it, it'll get better by a certain time? Not, not from where where I'm sitting. Um, I mean, we certainly uh, we're
2: planning as if things will get better, but uh, we certainly yeah. are not uh, not seeing
4: anything that uh, that makes us feel mm-hmm. confident about that. Well, uh, let's uh, do this. Let's add this uh, um, uh, interview on a good note. So, you, uh, before COVID, before we, we, uh, back to the days when we thought Corona was a nice beer you had on vacation in Mexico, back in those days, if you remember those days. Those days, uh, yeah. Yeah, those days that seemed like so long ago. You know, you sent a lot of people to us. We've done a lot of work with different companies with you, and you've sent them, like you said, to Leadership Awakening, Leadership Adventure. What was the purpose? Why? Why did have you used uh, Like It Matters, Mister Black, our leadership training so much? What's been the benefit for you?
2: Uh, well, first of all, I went through the training myself, so um, I was. Uh, it was uh, it was great training for me personally. And I was asking everyone that I've asked, uh, I'm asking them to go through the same training uh, that that I went through to trust what I was sending them to, and then it would make a difference in their lives. It's the training uh, from my from my view, Uh, is so beneficial because it starts with focusing on on the person as an individual, Uh, allows them to look at themselves, strengths, weaknesses, things that they want to change, open up and really just do a deep dive in in, in themselves uh, to learn how to motivate uh, themselves, to be passionate about what they're doing, to have better focus, and then take all of those things from an individual standpoint and then how do you turn that, turn that to, to better teamwork? Uh, and as I've sent people through the class, to see them come back um, not only individually, uh, but, but as a team, it, it's just been so powerful. And I can't imagine going through these things uh, that we're going through without my team here having, to, having have not to went through your class because they work so much better together. They support each other. Uh, they know when someone's struggling, and, and they lift each other up, and you hear uh, certain certain conversations and how they interact. It's made an incredible difference in uh, what we do as a company and, and, and in their lives individually, for sure. Yeah,
4: and, and I love your people. I mean, you've got good people. And the cool thing that you did, uh, and I think it's so cool, is you sent them in groups, you would send them in groups of three, four, five people, and I got a lot of companies like, "Oh no, I just send them one at a time i'm like you're missing you're missing you you're missing some bang on your buck because when they go through that class together early on, yeah, it might make it a little more challenging because they know each other and they're worried about what they might look like or what someone might think about them." But once they get beyond the facade and they get in the training, uh, they become brothers and sisters. They know each other's strengths and weaknesses. They know some of the frailties. They see them as a human being. And so, uh, man, when they they come back, now they share that experience together, which is transformational. But now they get to work together day in, day out. And to me, I think you were so smart by doing that. And I think it returned great dividends for you as well.
2: Yeah, I agree. And the people that have went through the class – uh, in general, uh, they know they they know the training the uh, the other people have had, and so that that helps and they become closer. But for sure, the groups that have went together, the, they they are so much closer. Uh, and, and just I, I think that's something that uh, I also I also wanted to mention, it's not just when they come back. So many times, you send someone to a class, or you watch a video, and or you go to church, and you're just, you come out of there fired up for the next half hour, or the next day, or a week, but you know, it's yeah. been a while since we've sent uh, since the leadership teams went through um, your class yeah. and it's it stuck with them uh, during this time and like we said, it's been I don't even know what the time is 15, 16 years since, yeah. since I went through the class yeah. and there, it's daily that I can recall things that, uh, that I went through the class that have helped me uh, through all this time.
4: Well, it means a lot to me, Alan, your friend and uh, a brother in Christ, and I appreciate your support. And, you know, I'm here, and I know you. Uh, there's only so much you can do, but if there's anything I can do and come out to your neck of the woods, I want to serve you. So I know you're busy, man. Thank you so much for sharing time with us today, and God bless you, my friend, and we'll talk soon, okay? Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it. Good luck to you. All right. Thanks, man. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is where we got to have understanding. If I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better— Doesn't it make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship? And what's missing today uh, is not a political leader. uh, It's not uh, anything else. You know what's called? It's called understanding. And if we could understand uh, each other a little bit better, we might make different choices. And those different choices uh, impact many, many lives. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
5: this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders. During a recent meeting I was pretty amazed at how everyone got along so well and we all agreed on just about everything. I think it's because we have strived for years to have everyone doing a job that they enjoy. We think that ends up being a benefit to our customers. When you like what you're doing you tend to do a better job as well as have a better attitude. Over the years I've tried a variety of jobs at the Kingdom Builders. I've tried sales, project managing, installing doors, working in the office, but currently I'm installing gutters and loving it. It's a pleasure to be able to do my job well and enjoy doing it. So if you need a roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com.